You are listening to the PFG Vibecast. I am your co-host, Julie Voigt, and with me as always is Mr. Russell Baxter. Russell, take it away. Tonight on the latest episode of the PFG Vibecast, we're going to do a little double duty here. Um, For people who've listened to the last three episodes, we have focused on history as we get ready for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, um, enshrinement ceremonies, the game, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Tonight, we're going to talk a little fantasy football with a little about the Pro Football Hall of Fame on the back end of it. We have the absolute perfect person to do both. Um, His name is Bob Lung. For people who are not familiar with his work, um, he is one of the foremost people when it comes to fantasy football around. Um, He's going to give you all the details about his latest work, his latest guide. Um, Bob and I have known each other for close to 30 years. And uh, as we get into the interview, you'll understand how we met and under the circumstances we met. Um, Bob, welcome to the show tonight. Thank you, Russell and Julie. Thank you again for having me. It's uh, it's an honor to be a part of this. And uh, like you said, it's just hard to believe that you and I have known each other for 30 years. So uh, looking forward to another year at, Pro, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I find it hard to believe that anyone has known me for 30 years. <laughs> gotcha. um, or at least tolerated me for that long. But right. know, Well, I only have to see you for four or five days a year. So it's, you know. Oh, well, that just did a lot for my self-esteem, but let's move on. <laughs> um, Bob, uh, you know, we go back a long way. Right. When I first met you, uh, the, the passion that you and Frank Salona had um, for what ESPN did football-wise, um, you know, the, your own shows that you used to do, and you turned mm-hmm. it on and turned it into a pretty impressive career when it comes to fantasy football. Can you explain to the listeners how you really got into that and, you know, all right. the things you do now? Well, I started playing, and again, as you mentioned, Frank, uh, Frank and I started playing fantasy football back in 1985. Uh, a gentleman named Chris Charpentier had a little book out called Playing Fantasy Football, and we read that book and put a league together and uh, just started playing touchdown only. You know, I was uh, and I, uh, worked for Ernst and, well, what was Ernst and Winnie at the time, uh, worked for an accounting firm, so I was the only person who really had access to a PC and Lotus one, two, three, that I could do a little Excel or not Excel, a Lotus one, two, three spreadsheet to keep track of the stats for the league. And I'd mail them out by mail with stamps every week. And they would call into my answer machine every Sunday and leave the roster lineup. So that was how it was done before the internet kids. Uh, then the dinosaurs walked through the backyard and everything was good. Uh, but, uh, fast forward uh, to 2002, and that year in that touchdown only league, I had Sean Alexander and Sean Alexander was the league MVP rushed for 15 touchdowns. But the problem was, is that he, he rushed for five touchdowns in a game on a Monday night, rushed for two or three touchdowns in about two other games. Rest of the time, you know, those five touchdowns were spread out over a few games. Uh, but basically my team went seven and seven. I didn't make the playoffs and I was very upset. Uh, because I had the second highest scoring team in the league and I couldn't understand. So I sat down and did my number crunching because I'm an accountant. And what I figured out was, man, if Alexander would have just scored one of those touchdowns every week, just 
be consistent every week with one touchdown, I would have won two more games. I'd have made the finals or made it to the playoffs and I would have won the championship. And that's really what kicked off the whole idea of, well, if it's, this works for him, think how it would work in, in different scoring methods and, and that. And, and all of a sudden I realized the importance of consistency and how guys were scoring a lot of points in total points but they weren't doing it consistently enough to make them worthwhile to be in your starting lineup, even though most people didn't understand why that was important at the time. So 16 years over the last 16 years, that's what I've been writing and fine tuning. And uh, then three years ago, uh, after I kind of was trying to get people to put this information into the magazines that were going out on the shelves, um, I couldn't really get anybody to buy into that concept. So uh, when I found out that Amazon allowed you to do self-publication of your own magazine or your own book, I created my own uh, fantasy football consistency guide. And so I put that out three years ago. And then two years ago, it was nominated by the Fantasy Sports Writers of America for the best. It was nominated for the best publication of the year. I lost out to Bob Harris, which was fine. I was okay with that because he's one of the best. Uh, but then in 2018, I was nominated again as a finalist and I won. And so it was a huge honor for me that I could, you know, take what I kind of have this passion for as a hobby, because it's not my real job, but I, it sometimes feels like it, uh, and turn it into an award-winning guide. And, you know, and this year, of course, the 2019 version is out and selling even better than the year before. And people are really starting to buy into it, really understand the importance of consistency in fantasy football. And so, you know, I said within 10 years, I'll retire from my real job and then this is what I'll do for the rest of my life. But that's kind of what has happened over the number of years since uh, uh, Frank and I started getting into this. This is probably an obvious question that you get all the time and far be it from me not to ask an obvious question. That's fine. <laughs> What's the biggest mistake that people who play fantasy football make? when they're selecting their teams. I have my own thoughts, but right. I'd rather well, lean I always say that the number one is that people have a hard time separating their favorite team from fantasy football. So if you're a Browns fan, if you're a Steelers fan, if you're a Cowboys fan, whatever fan you are, is when you get to that point where you're like, I've got to draft all of these guys on my team even though they're really not the best players to draft at that time of the draft. Um, that's what I see a lot of, especially when I'm doing local drafts, and especially like this year where the Browns really have a lot of good players. I haven't drafted in a local draft yet, but I have a feeling that all Browns players are going to go super higher than even they do in a regular fantasy draft. Uh, that's probably the number one um, that I see is just separating their heart from their head when they're playing in the fantasy league. Yeah, there always seems to be a sense of loyalty uh, right. when it comes to fantasy football, which I always kind of, you know, find very, very interesting. Of course, it also made it very tricky if when it came to the the off weeks. <laughs> right. You know, right. More than half your team was the same team and they were all on vacation. Uh, right, exactly. What do you think is, if you had one piece of advice, and, and I want to be very careful here because I don't want – uh, people not to go and read your guide. I don't want you to right. spill the whole kit and caboodle here. And so on. <laughs> what's the one best piece of advice? And you forget the not, you know, what you just said about the mistake thing. Right. What's one best piece of advice you can give somebody uh, when it comes to fantasy football. The biggest number one thing is 
remember that it's fantasy football and to have fun. Yes, there might be a little money on the side. Yes, there might be a little pride on the side. But when I see people on Twitter literally tagging and calling out a player for getting hurt and telling them that they're worthless and how dare they crush their fantasy dreams and their teams, that's when you've gone too far. This is a fun thing. And yeah, I do this. And yeah, I write a magazine. And yeah, you know, I make a little money off this. But in the end of the day, it's still fantasy football. Those guys are out there doing their job and they're trying to do the best they can for the team they play for. They honestly don't care about your fantasy team. They may make comments about it and they may joke about it and say, you know, hey, how'd I do this week, guys? But in the end, they want to win a football game just as much as the guy beside them wants to win a football game. So when I see people not having fun and they're taking it way too seriously, that's when I say that's when you've got to really look at yourself in the mirror. So have fun. It's, it's a fun hobby game to play, to watch at the NFL football. Don't take it too seriously. Speaking of fun, how much fun per year do you have? in terms of how many leagues you're involved in, how many, you know. Well, I had 30 leagues of fun last year. Um, so it, <laughs> I use every year say I'm not going to get any more leagues, and then I get invited to more expert leagues and come and do this draft and do that draft. And I can't say no. It's just so much fun. And, um, you know, my kids are grown. They're out of the house. I'm empty nested. So I might take on a few more leagues and, that's, you know, all this way it goes. But, you know, it's just a fun hobby. It's it's a fun hobby to be a part of. Um, you know, I, I always say, I you know, I, we were doing fantasy football before fantasy football was cool. Um, and because of that, I came into, with this consistency concept, into the mainstream right at the same time. And so I kind of have an edge over some people and what I created. And, and that's all well and good. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's just so much fun and I love playing it and I love sharing. I love getting those emails and those texts from people or um, tweets from people that say, Bob, thank you so much. Your guide really helped me this year. I made my playoffs for the first time in five years. Uh, you know, I didn't win the championship, but it was just fun to be competitive and I get your concept and I'll definitely be buying your book from now on. That's what means the most to me and that's what makes it fun. Well, obviously, you know, the only, the only person I can think of who is in more leagues than you, and, and I, my, my co-host is going to groan at this, um, is Jules Verne, uh, who's in 20,000 leagues. Is that correct? <laughs> ah, very nice. Oh, boy. <laughs> you had to throw that in there, huh? Well, you knew there was going to be a, a, a pun involved. <laughs> I knew it. I just somewhere. knew it. I what knew a perfect it. segue, because I know Julie's got a question for you. Okay. Fantasy football. And then we're going to talk about the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Bob. You got it. You know, I love that you had just said that, you know, this is supposed to be fun. And as much as a fan that I am, I've never played in a fantasy league. And I'm actually contemplating whether or not I should this season. So for a first timer like me, which I know definitely, and you hit all the points that I actually knew. So I feel pretty good about myself right now. Good, you know, don't, don't draft. Um, the players from one particular team and, you know, have fun. What other advice would you have for somebody starting off like, like myself in right, fantasy right. football? 
Um, you know, I think the key is is that there is a gazillion bits of, of data out there. So pick, you know, a couple places that you want to get your information from. Now, of course, obviously I'll be biased and say you I'll be sending you a guide and you can or you can get it on Amazon if you like the hard copy, but I can certainly email you a guide. Uh so you'll have your consistency part done. So that's the fries to your Big Mac meal here. All right. So mm-hmm. go and find a big site that has a lot of data, whether that's ESPN, whether that's, you know, Yahoo Sports or, you know, Fantasy Alarm or whatever site that you, you, you're you used to. Um, and then, you know, get some of their information, get the consistency information, and then just have kind of fun putting your own rankings and projections together for your draft. Join a league, whether it's uh, just a for fun Yahoo league with people you don't even know. Or maybe you get together some folks, maybe you and Russell and everybody, we can all put a lead together and we can do one together. But and then just try it out, you know, do the draft, um, you know, get through the draft, you know, follow your team, make sure you put, you know, do do your lineups every week and just do it kind of a, on a for fun, casual basis the first year, you know. Uh, a lot of people jump into the deep water and then they get overwhelmed and, you know, and then it's too much, it's a data overload. So just again, have fun, uh, go at it simple, go at it easy. Don't overload yourself with information and, you know, join the league, play for it, play in it for the year and see how you do, see where you made mistakes. Did you, you know, not draft a, a good tight end because you waited too long? Did you, you know, wh- whatever the case may be. And then you learn from those mistakes and you go into the next year and then each year you get better and better and better. And, and there you go. You're, you're hooked. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly convinced me. So I, I think I'll go for it. Um, so what's in a name? I mean, <laughs> um, how important is a football fantasy football team name? Oh, well, you know, it, it, uh, I always say make it personal. Um, like my team has always been called the Griswolds. Because when I was younger, I was the first guy to get married in my group of friends. I was the first guy to have kids. So they always called us the Griswolds, you know, Mm -hmm. because the Griswolds can't go to the party because, you know, they're married and have children now. So, you know, so they always called me Clark Griswold. So that was always my personal name that I always call my fantasy team, the Griswolds. So, you know, something like that is a way to do it. If you want to look up fun names, there's all kinds of sites that will give you good fun names or Something that, you know, I don't know, you know, call it the, uh, the punnies just, just so you can call it after, you know, <laughs> for us or something. I don't know. But just have fun hey, with it. You were, you know, listen, yeah. you were validated what I said five minutes ago. What did, you say to, what did you say to Julie, Bob? Don't I said, eat water, correct? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. That would be 20,000 leagues, correct? Leagues. It would be. Thank it you very much. Punny. I, said, I said it was very funny. Yes. Thank you very much. Try the veal. So that's right. I'll be here all week. Um, but yeah, you, you should try it. Have fun. Like I said, in, uh, I'll certainly help any way I can, you know, send you the guide, um, you know, so that you can read it and ask questions and you can email me or whatever the case may be. Wonderful. Well, let's, let's get that guide out there. Um, you know, for people who don't follow Bob on um, Twitter, it's right. Bob underscore lung. Um, right. I don't think I have to spell that. Um, you would hope not. Bigguyfantasysports.com. 
That's the website that you can go to. Uh, so here's the way I tell people for the best way to kind of get into the whole consistency thing. Um, if it, most people like that hard copy printed, like you'd buy it off a magazine shelf. So mm -hmm. go to Amazon, uh, Amazon sells it. You just type in 2019 consistency and it'll pop up. You don't even have to put fantasy football. It's so popular, I guess. Um, but type in 2019 fantasy football consistency. There's the guide. You can buy it there. When you get the guide at the bottom of each page, there's a thing that says upgrade to VIP status uh, at big guy fantasy sports for only 10 bucks. So what you do is you take that coupon code, come to the website and upgrade to VIP status for $10. And what's cool about it is then you have all access to everything that's on the site all season long from now until the end of the year. So there's a, something called a clutch report where you put in your scoring method of the league you're in and it'll tell you how consistent the players were last year in that league. So whether you're doing a points per reception, non points, six points for passing touchdowns or four points for passing, whatever your league is like, you can put in that scoring method and it'll help you determine who the better players or more consistent players are in your league. And then there's articles and stuff and you can email me and I can help you. So that's what I tell people is the best way to kind of get the everything. And that kind of cost you about twenty two ninety nine total. So not much at all. My goodness. That was tremendous. The only thing that infomercial was missing <laughs> was wait, there's the more. Ten minutes, <laughs> you can get a second one free. Oh yeah, with free, but with shipping and extra shipping and handling. Yeah, you have to pay for the shipping and handling. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you have Amazon Prime, you don't even have to do that, and you get it in two days. I'm glad you came unprepared for this tonight, Bob. I mean, I'm just I sure, did. you know. I know. <laughs> insight you had into getting ready for this. So, that's great. I, you know, seriously, folks, um, you know, Bob has won his share of accolades for a reason. Okay. So if you're really into fantasy football and I can tell you from knowing Bob, the passion he brings to this, you can't go wrong. So thank you. I'll speak thank to you. passion. Passion of mine is going to Canton every year. Yeah, it is. From the very first year I went in 1989 when the, Ceremony was still on the steps. The yep. whole game was on Saturday afternoon. Um, got a chance to rub some elbows with some of the greatest football players and coaches ever. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, about what would it be, 29 years ago. Uh, yep. Met Bob. Um, you know, I was part of, I was kind of part of ESPN at the time. I was a freelancer. And of course, my role would eventually change and so on, getting ready for the ceremonies. But I see Bob and, and Frank Stallone every year when I go out there. Um, and the reason I see them is because they are a very, very important part of the Pro Football Hall of Fame week, which is an amazing event because of the participation of the city of Canton. And Bob is a member of that committee. And I would like him to share, you know, first off, how long he's been doing it. Right. Importantly, uh, the impact and uh, what it involves. Right. So as, as Russell said, I've been on the committee. So I'm on the transportation committee and basically the transportation committee's job um, is to take care of every one of the enshrinees, past enshrinees, uh, guests like ESPN um, that are associated with the weekend. Um, Can, Ohio, for those of you who've never been here, is a very small town. It has maybe 100,000 total and it's like even with the suburbs included. Um, 
you know, it's maybe, I don't know, 10 miles from one end of the, of the town to another, but fin or uh, fantasy football weekend. Yeah. Pro football hall of fame weekend. It like quadruples in size might even more than that. I think they've talked about 500 to 750,000 people come in town or, or, or make the town up at that point. Um, so our transportation committee is just a small committee amongst all the committees that volunteer. We have somewhere around 6,000 people volunteer for this weekend. And it's really more of a week, as, as Russell said. It starts about Tuesday, Wednesday, and it goes all the way through Sunday. Um, I start on Wednesday, I go through Sunday, and um, you know, back when I met Russell and, and, and Chris Berman and uh, Tom Jackson and all the boys from ESPN, um, it was my first year. So the first couple of years, you pretty much drive what we call, you know, uh, the, the prison van, Yoder toter, whatever you want to call it, basically a 15 passenger van to take large groups of people to one place at one time. Well, guess what it was a large group of people, the crew of ESPN. Due to the fact that I was pretty much enamored with those guys, especially Chris and Tom at the time, uh, I made a beeline when I met these guys the first time and like, I'm like, Hey guys, you know, if you ever need to go anywhere all weekend long, just let me know. I'll take the whole crew. I'm here for you. And so that's pretty much what I did is sat in the lobby, waited for them. I didn't care about their enshrinees at that point. It was nice to see them, but I always thought this is super cool because I'm a big fan of these guys. And that's where I met Russell and Russell and I have become very good friends over the years. You know, I went out actually, uh, I think it was 1995 or 96. I went out to Bristol, Connecticut and spent a Sunday uh, at the ESPN studios uh, with Russell there and Chris and everybody. And I, to this day, I tell people I, it was the greatest non-sexual male fantasy of, of a lifetime. Um, and there isn't too many sexual fantasies. I think I could even top it as well. Uh, <laughs> it was just an amazing day uh, because, well, no, you there know, are many sentences that could top that. So Exactly. Um, but you know, to meet all the guys and Dan Patrick and it just, it was just an amazing, and I videotaped it all and I still have the video Russell of it. Um, but you know, just the friendship and the camaraderie and, you know, uh, the fact that Chris even invited us out to spend a day at, the, at Bristol was just an amazing thing to me. And, uh, you guys are always the nicest people ever. Um, everybody from ESPN always was. Um, and like you said, that transportation committee takes care of those people that come in. Now, over 30 years, I finally have moved up. So I'm number three in seniority behind, of course, Frank and Mark. Um, and, and so now, you know, the last number of years I've driven Kurt Warner. This year I have Champ Bailey. Last year I had Brian Dawkins. Um, and, but it's still amazing just to be standing there in that lobby with all of those Hall of Famers and knowing who they are, knowing their stories, listening to them tell the stories. Um, watching their camaraderie amongst themselves as a group. It's just an amazing time. I always say that is the real fantasy football weekend because <laughs> that is a fantasy. Well, here's what I can tell you. You know, how I am a stickler for numbers. Um, right. There will be 750,002 there this year. Uh, wow. Because, of course, I will be there. And Julie, just like this is going to be her first year maybe playing fantasy football, this there is Julie's first trip to Canton, Ohio for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And awesome. kind of trying to put in perspective what those couple of days are like. And I think it's impossible to do it justice until you're there. Right, right. Um, 
the the one that the thing you always used to get me and and sadly we don't get to drive the enshrinees in the parade anymore but the parade was always the thing that would put the enshrinees over the edge for how many people come out for this event i mean the hall of fame parade is the largest non-holiday parade in the country it has probably about a half a million people lined the streets and like i said for canton ohio that's a big deal Yes. Uh, when we only have 100,000 people normally in town, um, you know, and 500,000 people are, are lining the streets for this, they come from everywhere because they get to see close up their favorite Hall of Famers, their favorite football players, whatever the case may be. Um, and so, you know, that's what really will grab those guys that go, wow, this is amazing. Um, but, you know, having all the volunteers, the people that give up their time, their vacation time to dedicate to this um, is really what the really what shows why Canton still maintains the Hall of Fame. And it doesn't get moved to New York or Los Angeles or something like that, because everybody says that hometown feeling and that love and, and you know, um, that people give as, as volunteers really, really stands out and really makes them feel welcome. Um, when they come into town, regardless of their, the aunt of Champ Bailey, you know, they still feel that much welcomed and, and feel like they're a part of the family. Well, no one could have said it better because there are a few people I know who are involved as you are. And I just want to thank you for not only coming on and talking about Canton, but obviously coming on and talking about your great work with your publication and so on. Thank you. People who didn't hear this earlier, bigguyfantasysports.com. Um, follow Bob, Bob underscore Lung on Twitter. Um, a taste of both. Uh, the fun part about football, the fantasy football aspect of it, the history part about football, um, and being in Canton, Ohio. Um, I can't thank you enough for coming on tonight, Bob. I, really I, I thank you for having me, bud. It's, it means a lot. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, yep. uh, five weeks to be specific. And, um, you know, I, I think the only thing Julie and I want to know, if I may speak for her, is sure. will it be a, a stretch limo that you take us in? <laughs> <laughs> I would or, think about getting one of those big, badass, you know, SUV ones, you know, the really huge sure. ones. Yeah, sure. yeah, that'll work. That'll work. We're we're listen, and 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 Julie and I are also available for the parade as well. If, if you know if they're looking, <laughs> just you wave to the crowd. Who's oh, that I guy? work on my wave oh, too. I will right, definitely work, work on, on the, the parade wave. Yeah, work on <laughs> your parade wave. Perfect, Bob. Exactly. Thanks so much for coming on. We look forward to seeing <laughs> you in a couple of weeks. And like I said, bigguyfantasysports.com, Bob underscore Lung on Twitter. Um, get yourself ready. Get yourself a little head start on fantasy football this year. Got it. Or, get, or go to Amazon if you want to get it there as well. So thank you, Russell. Thank you, Julie. It's been an honor. Can't wait to see you guys in five weeks. You got it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. See ya. Well, I know I already said it, but I'll say it again. Talk about the best of both worlds, Julie. We got a chance to talk about fantasy football, which obviously is a huge industry now. Mm -hmm. um, but also Bob's take on the Pro Football Hall of Fame, where you and I will be, um, you know, in a little over a month. 
um, for the class of 2019. Exciting times, the start of the preseason. Um, but we, and the game, of course, Atlanta and Denver kind of takes a back seat a little bit um, to, the, to the day, the moment uh, for these players and uh, executives and um, these icons of the NFL who are going to have uh, such a moment for themselves and their families and so on. Um, getting Bob Lung's perspective was ideal because he can speak about both. Again, follow Bob um, on Twitter at Bob underscore Lung. Um, and listen, if, you want, if you're ready for football, both the history of football and fantasy football, this was the ideal show for you. Um, thanks so much for listening. Um, make sure you follow Julie at Julie Noted underscore PFG. Follow PFG Vibe. PFG, B-I-B-E, and Back Football Guru. And uh, we look forward to talking a little more history over the next couple of weeks on the PFG Vibecast. Thanks very much and have a great night. Good night, everyone.